0: You're listening to the Bob and Bo show. Here are your hosts, Ty Bob, Ty Bo, and Sean. They put them at the one.
1: Can they get in? No, says the Titans' defense. So, so <laughs> close. So much for that. How about that World Series, man? You guys even know it was over?
0: Uh, I got the notification on my phone. I didn't even. You know. even yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I got the notification on my phone that that the Rangers had won in five. Didn't even know what was going on yet. Yeah,
1: I had no idea either. Uh, Apparently, they won in Arizona, which is kind of cool, I guess. You know, Arizona, they have the pool out there in the outfield. Hang
2: on, hang on. It was the Diamondbacks? Yeah. Yeah. The team that fucking squeaked into the playoffs? (laughs) Yep. Versus the Rangers? (laughs) Talk about the worst possible World Series you could probably think of. Terrible. This tops the worst series you can think of because it was god awful. Uh, You know, if you're
1: winning a championship and there's a pool around, the first thing you want to do is probably jump in that pool, right?
2: Oh, yeah, I'm in it. Diamondbacks. Here it is, and like where you're at. You're in Arizona. Arizona, warm enough to get into a pool. But if you're winning that bitch in Minnesota, hell no, I'm not jumping in a goddamn pool. Well, anyways, Arizona
1: Diamondbacks security was standing outside of the pool, blocking the Rangers
2: players from entering the pool and celebrating. The Do you think that's something that in their stadium? like Yes. Yeah, field type shit.
1: Do you think that's something that the security should be doing or do you think it's okay for players to go ahead and party in there?
0: I thought it was in Texas when I saw that story, uh, knowing now that it was in Arizona. Yeah, no, if I'm if I'm the Diamondbacks, no, you are not jumping in my pool, not happening.
2: My <laughs> I'm pretty sure that
1: pretty sure security stopped the Diamondbacks for partying in that pool before as well, too.
0: Well, they didn't win a World Series, so you should stop them.
2: But your own players. I, I think some it's. Win I, something. I think it's comedic just because how bad these, how bad baseball is in general. Yeah, the Texas Rangers absolutely deserve to get stonewalled at the at the pool entrance or whatever. Like, who do you think you are? Like the Yankees? Like, no,
0: you don't deserve to get <laughs> in the pool. <laughs> No, and, and it's bad. Like we didn't know. I don't even really think there was real national coverage around it. When it comes to baseball, there there hardly is, unless it's the Dodgers or it's the Mets or the Yankees or the Red Sox, some big market, large team, and they release the viewership numbers for the World Series. It's awful. It's so bad. It is one of the worst live sporting events viewership ever recorded you
2: said uh it was even worse viewership than just the jets giants
0: game it was it was game game fives of the world series had 7.9 million viewers defensive battle sean okay
1: (laughs) more punts than points baby
2: can anybody name a, a baseball player off the Rangers team right now? I uh,
0: I, should, yeah. I don't know. I couldn't name you many baseball players in in the league. Max Scherzer. Oh, I know a handful. He's on the Rangers.
1: He's on the Rangers. When he did that happen? There. Oh wow! This year. He around a little bit. Nathan Ivaldi. That's all I got Who, for you. Right, two people. Sean. Two pitchers.
2: Quit showing off.
1: I read the article. That's the only reason I know. You're,
2: you're, a, you're, a, you're a Rangers fan, aren't you? You're no. Rangers fan out of, the, out of the three of us.
1: I just read the article. It was talking about certain Rangers players.
0: No. Uh, yeah. The the world clearly doesn't care. We don't care. It's baseball. I'm happy it's over. World Series, my ass. <laughs> 7.9 million uh. viewers. It had less viewers than Jets versus Giants, like Tybo just said. Um, I, even even the worst of NFL games still gets nearly double
2: nearly they're double getting, they're getting paid the most out of the big four by far like it's and not even close viewership and
0: they're getting paid the most out of the big four make it make it
2: make sense oh jinx
0: <laughs> how do you do that <laughs> that's two shows in a row boys you know what there's it's got to be some scheme the MLB. It's not because they don't have TV contracts. The regional sports networks are gone. Where's the money coming from for these teams to pay players $300 million contracts, $400 million contracts that they're paying him? They don't have this revenue that's coming in to be able to pay them. It this the Major League Baseball is the new art. It's it's mafia. a laundering scheme. It could be the mafia. <laughs> It's a it's a laundering scheme. That's what it is. They're just laundering money to MLB. There's no way. That, where does this money come from? There's no explanation for.
1: it. Is the MLB a Saudi-backed league now? I don't they have that live money, know, money in
2: there. Entertain, entertaining. <laughs> I, I came across a really funny uh, series on social media, like videos i i i'm just not gonna say tiktok and i'm not gonna also say instagram remote, but that's what i'm watching instagram remote. but uh they did the math to figure out the worst um uh or the the highest cost per swing uh in in baseball and Mike Trout is like top five just because his contract is insane and he also missed uh some time this year with an injury. Um, but there are some wild contracts out there for players who are batting like 150, like Josh Donaldson or whatever, had a terrible batting average, and he's still getting paid a some ridiculous amount of money, and it it breaks down to like thirty to fifty thousand dollars per swing. And it's it like that blows my mind. Listen, it's not that hard to play defense
0: in the in, in baseball. Defense you catch a ball. I love, I like well well what I'm saying is like it's not hard to catch a ball with a glove on. No, that's not. And it's not hard to swing a bat and miss seventy plus percent of the time. I know the ball is coming at you a hundred I, I don't care. Don't care. I don't know. Deion Sanders said that was the hardest thing in sports. is trying. No, I, and I don't disagree with it. It's a small ball. It's traveling very fast. I'm just saying for how much they're getting paid, the sport itself it's is not, not that
2: difficult.
0: Nobody's hitting anyone. There's hardly any breakdown on your body. The reason that all the guys are injured all the time is because they go out and drink every single night and hit the clubhouse at, five o'clock in the morning and inject themselves with IVs. That's the reason their body is breaking down. That's why those dudes are getting injured. And I know this because I I used to work
2: for a baseball organization. Can I pose a quick question here? Why is brawling or fighting in baseball looked down upon? And then it's celebrated in hockey. Fighting should be allowed in every sport. Absolutely. Football. Fine basketball? Uh, Definitely. Listen, I, I think I think I think football is the one where it makes the least amount of sense because of all the equipment that you're wearing. Take hey, it off.
0: I mean, you're also wearing a nearly the same exact equipment in hockey. They still wear shoulder pads. No. Their helmet their helmet is not as way easier to come off encompassing and it is easier to come off but you're still wearing shoulder pads if the only if the only issue is That's helmet big. meet at the 50 yard line take them off That's
2: a wild take my friend I I think it's more so in hockey you are completely separated from the fans like there is a fiberglass wall in between the players and the fans. What s- scares me about fighting in other sports is how close spectators are to the players. We saw what can happen in basketball with Meta World Peace clocking somebody in the stands at the time known as Ron Artest. <laughs> but like baseball like there I sure there's like a net around a certain uh space of home plate, but people can easily jump that wall down those foul lines. And, and just to, just to see your average Joe try to join up Cause that, that to me would, that would happen if, if they started allowing fights in other sports like that, like that's just, that to me would be the next logical outcome. Sign a waiver is
0: no liability. Kids, are you want to be going to these damn things? <laughs> <dude>? <laughs> they they go and watch hockey fights all the time.
1: But there's a barricade. So, they saw
0: they saw a dude get his neck sliced open with a high kick and die on the ice.
2: You guys lost it a while ago.
0: I don't think that. No, that was like a that was like a week or two. Yeah, ago. I was like. R.I.P. man. I don't even Missouri. know if that was two weeks. It was like a week ago. Where the hell are these other sports news coming from? I did not hear of this. It wasn't in NHL, but I think it was like a minor league professional hockey. Oh. It's a
1: KHL or something.
0: Something or other. Missouri Mavericks type shit. <laughs> something like that. I don't know. Or, but or yeah, like dude. The, or like the semi pro leagues in Canada. Yeah, something like that. I don't really know. K he he Sean just called it out, okay. KHL. So it, it wasn't it wasn't major league, but hey, yeah, I some believe, dude. I believe the KHL was Canada. Well, dude got his neck sliced open and died. And kids are at that game, so you know, it's just punch people and not kick them with skates blades on
2: our feet. Yeah, everything's let's... fair in love and war.
0: Talking about love and war, it's your favorite segment that you. Love to hate, because as Week Nine of the NFL season kicks off, we've got to get you prepared for your fantasy football leagues. Here, Sean, with just the tips.
1: Hey, it's back with just uh, the uh, tips. It's just just the tips. tips. And just the tips.
2: He he came back down to earth uh, last week a little bit. Just a little
1: bit. You know what? A lot of uh, it. It's a different week now. We're switching it back up. Going back to the moon here, baby. Starting off at quarterback here with Lamar Jackson against the Seattle Seahawks, baby. He's ready to go. He's ready to run for over 43 and a half yards to help Ty Bob's parlay. But the rest of his parlay will still fail, so don't worry about that. Uh, Josh Jacobs getting ready to celebrate. your
2: segment, Dickon.
1: Josh Jacobs getting ready to celebrate. Having a brand new coach with the firing of Josh McDaniels, look for him to go off and have a big game against the New York Giants. And Mr. Consistent over here. They haven't earned the football this year, man. They're not playing good enough for that. And to move on here to Mr. Consistent with wide receiver AJ Brown going up against the Cowboys. Listen, this guy's got six straight games of 125 reception yards or more. It's a new NFL record. See if he can make it seven. And it's the boys, so I'm going to go ahead and put some money on that. It's going to be seven. Put that in your parlay, Ty Bob. Anyways, uh, Adam Thielen against the Colts. He is the number one receiver for the Panthers. And let's see if he can keep proving it through and through with Bryce Young.
2: He's literally just trying to go with blocks right now.
0: like Knowing that he put AJ on- Brown in his stardom, it makes me feel so much better about my parlay. <laughs> the guys that are already doing good, they're going to do good again this week.
1: Like <laughs> prize pick for you guys here, that rookie tight end here, Dalton Kincaid, going up against the Bungles. Listen, he's had two great weeks in a row for that Bills offense. Dawson Knox is still out. Look for him to keep going and going and going this week. Moving on to the sit him over here, Dak Prescott against the Eagles. To competent defense. Dak's gonna struggle. Look for him to have a very, very rough day. Raheem Mostert against the Chiefs. I don't think he's gonna like that flight over there. He's gonna be rough. He's already a little questionable, I believe. So look for him to have a rough day and go ahead and sit him. Puka Nakua. He's been on this list before. He proved me wrong last time. He won't this time. No matt stafford you got what brett ripon back there yeah i don't see that happening very well
0: matt stafford has not been ruled out
1: come on man it's a ucl on his throwing thumb don't think he's gonna play with that you he's a tough guy but no come tough on, guy keenan allen against the jets you got sauce gardner over there gonna lock his ass up expect nothing from Kenyon Allen okay maybe maybe three points but nothing good and last one here Cole commit against the Saints no Justin Fields no targets for Cole Komet. that's how it goes and that was just the tips
0: interesting Tybo's right you're taking a lot of locks. You gotta your, get back on the right
1: track here, man.
0: Your sit was was uh it had some well put together thoughts about it, but but your stardom was definitely some locks. I don't know if you guys saw my face uh during that segment. It wasn't anything you were saying, Sean. Uh I, I know you've got the game up. Uh currently the Thursday night football game is going on, uh, and one of the Titans players has been carted off on a stretcher. He uh fell and smacked his head against the ground so hard that he knocked himself out.
1: Um, Traylon Burks.
0: It was Traylon Burks. I, cu- I couldn't tell if, uh, if it was somebody else. So yeah, he, uh, yeah, fully knocked out. The second impact happened, everybody gathered around him. Uh, they broke to the commercial. I believe he'll, he'll be off here shortly if he's not yet. Uh, but yeah, it was a uh, pretty, pretty nasty. So if you were watching that YouTube segment and you're joining us here on the show, uh, figuring out what that was about,
1: there you go. I think this is the second big Thursday night game that Traylon Brooks has suffered a concussion in, no?
0: That I wouldn't know.
1: Was that a Thursday night game last year that he got absolutely blown up up at?
0: I don't remember him getting blown up last year, but I can't say that I watch a lot of Titans games because those games aren't fun to watch but these will be some very fun games that you must watch this week. Seriously, the week 9 slate, we've got games in every hour that are absolutely insane. You've got the Chiefs and the Dolphins kicking off at 8:30 in the morning. You've got at least, you know, the Seahawks and Ravens at noon, but you've also got um games like uh, where'd that go? I just lost it. Uh, the Vikings and Falcons will also be another good one in the noon hour, but then your three o'clock hour, you've got Cowboys-Eagles, your your Sunday night football game is pretty good. Um, the Jets are on an upturn uh, and on a three-game win streak, so that, Seems to be pretty promising on Monday Night Football against the Chargers as well. Like Week 9, I don't know what happened, but the NFL decided to get their shit together, uh, and we are up for some games. So my game of the week here is going to be the Seahawks versus the Ravens. Lamar Jackson has been on fire this year. He's been more accurate than ever. He actually has himself a little bit of help. They came away from the trade deadline with no additional running backs that they absolutely needed to provide them some assistance to get through the rest of the year and, and to obtain their goal of making uh, a conference uh, championship game, if not the Super Bowl. I think that's going to hurt them in the long run because they just haven't been a healthy team. Uh, But, As of right now, Lamar Jackson is doing MVP-type things like he did just a few years ago. And the Seahawks, even though they've got Geno at the quarterback position, he's not been bad by any means. He's helped that team out tremendously. Uh, I don't think they've got a quarterback behind him that can come up and be the starter whenever it is that he's gone or should he... See, uh, miss any time. They definitely don't have someone to step up this season for them, so hopefully, they get that under control because their defense is a lock. They've got some good young weapons. DK Metcalf, you got uh, uh, Kenneth Walker, and a guy by the name of Jake Bobo, rookie sixth, seventh round pick, who's Bobo. coming up. Kids, kids got a uh, touchdown in the last couple of weeks Bobo,
2: in a Bobo, row. Bobo, Bobo.
0: It looks pretty good, so expect this game uh, a really high-powered running offense versus a solid defense. Both teams have good running games. Expect this one to be neck and neck the whole time.
2: The whole time? Interesting. The whole time. Wow. Well, uh, I'm assuming that this game will be also neck and neck. My game of the week is Bill's Bengals. Uh, great pick by the NFL for a Sunday night football game. Um, these are perennial contenders in the AFC. They have their own little rivalry going. Um, let's just pray nothing happens like last year in the damn Damar Hamlin situation. Um, but yeah, these t- two teams haven't. Like, stayed great all year, but they do have great rosters. They do have great quarterbacks. Uh, I also believe that they have great coaches for what it's worth. Um, they aren't my favorite people in the world, but to be at the top one, two, three seeds in the AFC for the past three years, you know, they're obviously doing something right. Um, The Chiefs have walked over uh, their division for so long that the Bills and the Bengals have become our rivals in the AFC now. Um, And those those two rivals have their own bad blood. Um, And it makes for good football games. So I'm expecting par for the course. Uh, It should be a high-scoring game. Um, Joe Mixon had a questionable tag, but he is healthy. Um, I'm not so sure about any of the Bills injuries. I think Josh Allen might be dealing with something, um, but look for both teams to pretty much be firing also. And that brings
1: us to our last game of the week here. And my pick is the Cowboys versus Eagles. Uh, kind of surprising that this is not the Sunday night football game because this is the type of thing that the NFL loves to do, especially with the Cowboys being in there. But this is a big division rival setup. up. Uh, Cowboys always struggle against the Eagles. Eagles are the only team left in the NFL that has one loss. So this is going to be a great battle. Jalen Hurts has been looking rough a little bit this year. The Eagles finally switched up the touch push a little bit last week. They got stopped on one, and then they ended up doing a reverse off the other. So anything can happen from that position for them now. And... CD Lamb looked like a man amongst boys last week. So, see if that trend continues, and let's see if uh, Mike McCarthy's
2: play calling situation improves any more and continues to grow with Dak Prescott this year. I wouldn't expect it. That's what I'm saying. Let's see.
0: <laughs> Mike McCarthy is garbage. If, so if Mike McCarthy, he's going
1: to smash is, a watermelon again this year, man.
0: <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't expect Jerry Jones to to. Fire Mike McCarthy midseason, but I wouldn't be surprised if it happens after the season, regardless of what happened. Like, if they don't make it to the championship game on the NFC side, I wouldn't be surprised to see Jerry Jones fire Mike McCarthy. Would you expect to see him in another head coaching gig uh, after leaving Dallas?
2: I I think there is still room for it in the NFL. The dude's got a legacy out the ass. Um, I, I, my opinion, no, but I think there are teams out there that are struggling enough that could look to a coach who's been in the league for like, it, it maybe I'll say similar, maybe not the same thing, but like Andy Reed was struggling in Philadelphia before he came to Kansas city guys. So I, I, I could, I could see it and You know, maybe that speaks to this, the type of fraternity that the NFL coaches and the elites in the NFL, uh, kind of have and are running. Like the same guys tend to get these jobs again. You don't see very many new faces around. Um, but I, I think there's room for it. I think there's a team that would take a chance on him, uh, if they were struggling and in a dire situation. But do I? think he should get another head coaching job
0: now. Sean, you just put a rumor in the chat and this is something that I've not heard. I don't even know who this person is. Who would wanting who would be wanting to make the trade? You're saying Josh Harris would there are rumors that Josh Harris would like to trade for Bill Belichick after this season. Who is Josh Harris?
1: The owner of the Commanders.
0: Ah, okay. Makes sense.
1: Yeah, so uh, I've been hearing this a lot recently is the big rumor is that is who he wants to trade for at the end of the year. Uh, Patriots don't really want to fire him, and this is the best way they can feel like they can get off him if he's not going to retire. It's probably just trade him to another team, and they get actually something out of it as well.
0: And well, where are these rumors coming from? I've
2: not heard this, but Eric Bieniemy is going to be the head coach after Ron's job. Yeah. I, just stuff stuff I've been seeing because on there. The other, the other rumor that I heard is that Ron Rivera... Has been head coach,
0: but basically handed off all duties to Eric Bieniemy, and that's and been coming from all inside reporters. That's not just like some random rumor. That's coming from in the the top insiders. Did you talk
2: about that on the last yes, podcast? Is that I why did.
0: I feel like I've heard that from. Okay,
2: yep. But yeah, but, but I Eric it comes Bien-Aimé from should be. Is going to be the head coach after Ron Scott. And I'm if getting it from not, Mike Florio. If, oh, yeah. If okay. he's not, that is the biggest disservice to a good coach that rightfully deserves a head coaching position. Well, we do know that the Raiders
0: fired their GM and head coach. I don't even remember their GM's name, but Josh McDaniels is out of Las Vegas, uh, an inept head coach, most likely could end up seeing himself back in uh, in New England as the OC before the season ends, I would assume, uh, as he's got a great relationship with Bill Belichick and their offense is hot garbage.
1: Josh McDaniels has been hot garbage too, so do you think they're going to take him back?
0: Uh, I I mean... I. Bill Belichick is a you just talked about fraternity with uh Mike McCarthy. Yeah, that is a that is a fraternity that that when you look at at Bill Belichick, he let a guy like Matt Patricia walk to be the head coach of the Lions, brought him back, he's a defensive guy and made him the offensive coordinator. Like if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Bill Belichick. Fair enough. Let's uh, now now knowing that information that that head coach and GM duo are out and that could play a large factor into one of these games uh, in the three twenty five hour. Let's pick the rest of our games. We have uh, started off the day with the Dolphins playing the Chiefs in Frankfurt, Germany at eight thirty. That game has already been picked. Uh, on the Chief show, go back and listen to that if you have not. So we'll start off with our first round of noon games. It is the first game of the week to start us off. The Seahawks take on the Ravens. And at, at home, the Ravens are six-point favorites. Uh,
2: they're six-point favorites against the Seahawks. Yes, they are. Seahawks are, are are good that they are. Uh, yeah, I'll take I'll I'll take Seahawks to cover. Lamar Jackson has only lost one game in his career to an
1: NFC team and I think he's going to cover the spread significantly this week. Give me the Ravens
0: significantly. That's interesting with the defense that the Hawks have. I'm taking the Hawks uh, to at least cover the spread there. Next game at noon, we've got the Chicago Bears with Tyson Bagent still at the helm, heading into New Orleans to take on the Saints. This is an odd one. The books have it the Saints being home favorites by eight and a half
2: points. Ooh. That's a lot of points, man. Oh, shit. Sorry. Bill is a. Captivating, funny video that I was silently watching instead of listening. To <laughs> it, was, was it pandas? No, <laughs> no, it was. It was a. It was a woman swirling a beard, like trying to do the fast chug, and it just like exploded all over her face.
0: All right, give me, give me well, this game. game. Um, bears, bears, saints, saints are home and eight and a half point favorites.
2: Um, bears are bad. Can't pick them. Give me the Saints.
0: Saints it up. I'm taking the Bears. That's a lot of points to cover for uh, a Saints offense that doesn't score a lot. They just put
2: up 38 last week. It's fine. I'm a fucking idiot.
0: Doesn't matter. In the next game of the noon hour, we've got the Arizona Cardinals no longer with Josh Dobbs at the helm. We don't know still if it's going to be Kyler Murray or rookie... Uh wh- wh- what's Clayton. his name Sean? Clayton Tune. Clayton Tune. Uh they'll head into Cleveland and take on the Browns I, I, I we don't know the quarterback situation over there either still I believe it's still going to be P- uh PJ Walker uh, uh under centered up there but the Browns at no, home they're, are they're choosing it's it's not going to be Deshaun Watson they're choosing
2: between him and BTR uh, they yeah wow PJ okay. Walker and
0: and Thompson-Robinson
2: Interesting. Let's go DTR.
0: Um, well, even with uh, uncertainties uh, in Cleveland under the helm, they are home favorites by seven and a half points. I, st-
2: I still like them. Give me the Browns.
1: Yeah, that Browns defense is still really, really good. So give me the Browns.
0: You know what? I'm going to take the Cardinals and bet that Kyler Murray is going to be back this week and do unspeakable things to that Browns defense that they haven't seen this year.
2: Unspeakable, you say? Unspeakable.
0: Next up at noon, we've got the Vikings who will head into Atlanta. They are also without their starting quarterback in Minnesota. Kirk Cousins is down for the year. The Falcons also have switched up from Desmond Ritter to the Green Lizard, Taylor Heineke. At home, Atlanta are four-point
2: favorites in this game. I think the game will be closer to that, so give me the Vikings to cover. I think Taylor Heineke is
1: going to really, really open up what Kyle Pitts can do because he's actually going to throw him the ball. Give me the Falcons.
0: I'm also going to take the Falcons here. Uh, Without Kirk Cousins, that Vikings offense falls apart. I don't think he's that fantastic of a quarterback, uh, but he was able to let it rip, and they don't have anybody else to back him up. I don't care who they traded for. They can't do that. Next up at noon, we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who will head into Houston and take on the Texans. Rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud and the Texans are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home.
2: Uh, I want the Bucs in this one. Give me
0: the Texans. Interesting choice there, Sean. I'm going to side with Tybo here and take Baker Mayfield the the Bucs to probably win that game. Few more games at noon here. We've got the commies who will take on the Patriots in New England at home. The Patriots are three-point favorites. The commies did trade away Montez Sweat and Chase Young.
2: That's big, but the Patriots are also ass the uh, Patriots are favored by 3 he said yep i'll take commies to cover surprise surprise give me the patriots
0: yeah i got to i got to take the pats here they've at least got a decent defense uh and the commies no longer have any defensive help after losing two of their best defensive players
2: Last game, it really call it losing. They voluntarily gave. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough.
0: Uh, Last game at noon here. We've got the Los Angeles Rams who will head into Green Bay and take on the Packers. Uh, Rams uh, apparently are no longer going to be starting Matt Stafford with a UCL uh, issue in his thumb, though they have yet to rule him out. Packers at home are three point favorites. A lot of quarterbacks going down eight weeks into the season.
2: It's a battle of ass. Yeah, the Rams really burned me last week, guys, but I am the definition of insanity. Give me the Rams. Oh, man. Give me the Packers.
1: Why not? This is a terrible game to pick.
0: Yeah, I can't. I I can't go with Jordan Love. I don't. I don't care. I think the Rams' defense is still there. They just went up against some high-powered offenses. So give me the Rams. We'll kick off our three o'clock games here. We've got the Indianapolis Colts who will head into Carolina and uh, and take on uh, another rookie quarterback. The Panthers at home are two and a half point dogs.
2: Sorry, I didn't catch who the Panthers were playing. Colts. Colts. That's who I'm taking. I'm taking Colts. Give me the Colts as well.
0: That is across the board. I think Garner Minshew has himself a hell of a day. Into our 325 games. It is our second game of the week. It is the Cowboys versus the Eagles. At home, the Eagles are three-point
2: favorites. I don't think it's going to be very close. I think the Eagles will win. Uh, I think the Eagles' defense is better than the Rams' defense. Give me the Eagles. Uh, did you say this was in Philly or Dallas? Philly. <laughs> Give me the Cowboys a cover. I don't, I don't even want to pick. This one is tough. Um, that
0: sucks. Give me the Eagles. uh, last three o'clock game. here we've got the giants who'll head into Vegas and take on the Raiders at home. The Raiders are one and a half point favorites
2: <laughs>
0: Pick your winner. I was about it,
2: to ask how the Raiders can be favorites, but then it's the giants. uh. Is Danny Jones back? Not that I am aware of. I think he's coming back week ten. So,
1: old Tommy DeVito, baby.
0: uh, Tommy DeVito. DeVito. uh, (laughs) Uh, They did uh, not trade for a quarterback. Wow. I'm gonna have to. I'll take
2: the Raiders. Jesus, that sounded so god awful coming out of my (laughs) mouth.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have to go with the Raiders here. This is a big, our coach just got fired game. We're going to go out and light up.
0: Yeah, Josh, Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, going to have a hell of a day. Sunday night football, boys. We Are, they, are got, they bringing back Rick, <laughs> Rick Versace or whatever his name is? <laughs> no, they, uh, they elevated their linebacker because they also fired their offensive coordinator. So they fired the GM, the head coach, and the offensive coordinator. That the linebacker like position coach out. is going to be their interim head coach. He was the locker room guy. He's the guy that the players turned to. Oh, he is a former player. Oh, my. (laughs) Uh, In our Sunday night football game and our final game of the week, it is the Bills versus the Bengals in Cincinnati. At home, Joey B and the Bungles are two-point favorites. The
2: Bengals just beat the 49ers. I don't think there's any reason for me to believe that they're going to fall off after that victory. I think they beat the Bills.
1: Wow. Bills are still pissed off by the way the playoffs ended last year.
2: So go ahead and give me the Bills.
0: At home, the Bengals have been on a tear after starting off the season poor as they typically do. Um, And because I think they got all of their bad games out of the way at this point, give me the Bengals
2: to win. Josh Allen has five turnovers. That's a lot.
0: Final game of NFL week nine. We've got the chargers who will head into MetLife stadium and take on the jets at home. Jets are only three and a half point dogs.
2: They're also on a three-game win streak. The Chargers? Jets. The Jets. I was like, they just lost to us not too long ago. Um, yeah, I I do the Jets are playing well, regardless of how bad that last game was, just to in general to watch. Um, and the Chargers defense is pretty porous right now. They've been letting some bad quarterbacks get yards and make plays against them. So I'm going to take the Jets to cover. I'm thinking the same thing you are, because give me the Jets.
0: I'll keep things interesting. I wanted to take the Jets, but I will take the Chargers to be a little bit different. That'll do it for our pick for NFL week number nine. Now, Tybo, only get 60 seconds on YouTube shorts. So I need you to hold whatever you're going to say until the end, because right now it is time to take it to the bank. Who's bank? Bob's bank. Maybe we've got a nine uh, leg parlay. uh, We are going to make money this week. I think you guys are going to agree with this. Minus one from you, Sean, starting it off. We are taking this chiefs spread minus two. We're taking Indianapolis Colts wide receiver Josh Downs over 53.5 yards. This week the streak ends for AJ Brown. Uh we have only got him at over 80 yards, so he is not going to hit that mark. We've got the Bills to record a sack. We're taking the two over on two and a half field goals made by the Chargers and the Jets on Monday night football. Baker Mayfield is walking away with over 39 and a half passing yards, 239 and a half passing yards.
1: I'm going to
0: say 39. Tua will be held to under 274 and a half passing yards. Tyreek Hill will be held under 91 and a half receiving yards, and he will also be held to under six and a half receptions. That nine leg parlay gives you uh over plus six thousand. If you put down ten dollars, you're getting six hundred and fifteen back in your pocket.
2: What a payout. You know, uh they we don't use cash nowadays. It's not going into your pocket. It's probably getting directly deposited into your sportsbook account. Um and then if you wish to cash out it's probably going into your bank account. So let's just get some shit straight. Well it goes this, under your phone, this is the reason why all And then God your phone damn. goes in your pocket. You're... Oh, my God. This is the reason why he's not hitting any of these parlays, guys. He doesn't even know how
0: money works. <laughs> <laughs> how confident, confident
1: are you in that parlay?
0: You know what? I am, I am about 90% sure on that parlay right now. That's the Uh-oh. highest I've been on any of them. I'm about
2: 90% sure that this will not be the first week your parlay hits.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And if it is, you'll be sad that you didn't put money on it. Or you can't because you live in states where you cannot.
2: That part. But I'm also poor, and I have never done sports betting in my entire life. So. I'm still playing with house money. Neat. Don't sound too enthused. What gave it away? <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he's not paying attention to us right now. No, my dog's like pickuping. I hope oh. she pukes on your bed. No. I don't want my dog to puke. It's Pharaoh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for NFL week number nine preview show. It, we're, we're in for a storm. NFL Red Zone is going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of teams in the Red Zones at all times. Everything is going to be moving on. And I'm thankful that the Chiefs game will at least be over so that I can try and enjoy some good football, whether we win or lose.
2: You're gonna make or break my day, honestly, man. I'm not going to even lie to you.
0: I'm going to be pretty pouty. If we lose, you're just done watching football for the week?
2: No, I'll yeah. watch it but I'm happy. My my bottom lips can be hanging out the whole day.
0: Fair enough. Make sure to join us next week as we recap all the best and funniest moments from NFL Week 9. And until next time, go go Chiefs.
1: Go Chiefs!